0: everybody well, that's what i'm talking about guys we've made a great effort so far let's just keep it up that's right we can't have anyone freak out out there okay we've got to keep our composure we've come too far there's too much to lose we've got to keep our composure <laughs>
1: Everybody, welcome back to the College Football Uncensored podcast. Brought to you by Saturday Down South and Texas Pete. I'm your host Tyler Huck, and with me, as always, my co-host Chris Marler. Chris, what hello. Right What's going on?
0: Not much, man. Just uh, late coming on the show here, um, as usual. Various,
1: I'm like it's, the, it's like it's not the going. I'm worried about. <laughs>
0: It's the coming. Um, yeah. uh, watching the Braves game. I got yeah. it on the background here. I was a little bit worried that I was going to have to... Oh, fuck. I was a little bit worried I was going to have to get you to focus the whole time. Because of the game. Which I'm sure I am. Now that I can tell. Um, ben Diesel is back. We're a whole day late? No. Oh, I didn't do the other show yet. Because I didn't get enough responses. We're going to do it tomorrow, probably. As long as you guys fucking
1: show up. <clears throat> so uh all right well big week huge week fucking huge week matthew morris in the chat drinking a glass of angels envy finish rye envy. Ooh, i haven't had the angels envy rye i don't like angels envy though
0: why not i don't know i, I am i'm like all sorts of discombobulated right now are you yeah, a little bit. A little bit. Okay. All right. Um, let's, talk about, let's talk about you for a second.
1: Emotionally, okay.
0: how we doing? With the Braves? Yeah.
1: You know, an ideal start when your ace gets absolutely shelled in game one. Yeah, he, uh, he
0: only had three hard-hit balls, they said.
1: Lowest Velo of, of the year, though. Oh, that's not good. No. Speaking um, of Lowest
0: Velo, Bryce Young... I don't know. His arm's not good.
1: I don't know. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, what, have you? are you hearing anything on uh, his status this weekend? Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: I got a pretty good source. <laughs>
1: All right. All right. Uh, well, outside of that game, there's a lot of other big games this week, Chris. Yeah. Which, which one are you looking forward to the most? I mean, outside of the Bama game? Yeah, of course. Um. That slobber knocker one. up in Ann Arbor?
0: I'm excited for that. I haven't heard slobber knocker in minutes. Um, it's just a—it's a good descriptor of Big Ten football. It always is, yeah. Three yards and a cloud of irrelevance—that's how I like to describe Big Ten football. Oh, I'm gonna put my mic up close to me this time. Let's yeah. See how that goes. Is that better? Yeah. My,
1: yeah. Sounds great.
0: Um. What? Uh oh. What happened?
1: Uh, all right. Yeah. Let's do enough. This. Okay. Yeah. No more talking to anybody. It was a strikeout uh-huh. of Schwarber. NBD. So um, I am
0: excited about that game the most, I think. Also, like, like, have you, have you looked at the full slate of games? This is. Oh yeah. Like Bama has a very good chance of losing. Um, I think Baylor might be on upset alert a little bit too, to be honest. Baylor. Yeah. They're, they're going to West Virginia tomorrow night. Maybe. So Utah. Um, what about Utah? USC. So Utah, USC, this would be incredible because it could turn the entire Pac-12 upside down. The TCU-Oklahoma State game on at the same time, uh, Vandy-Georgia. I don't think Georgia walks away with uh, with an undefeated record after this weekend. Uh, I'm kidding about that. Um, so, I mean, we're not going to talk about this NC State-Syracuse game, obviously. Right. There's just so many good games on. Like, like, LSU-Florida is lost in the entire shuffle this weekend. And that's like traditionally one of the best rivalries in the SEC. It's a it's a big game
1: this year, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, I, I think you're probably right. Um, Clemson, Florida State. Yep. Now, like I know you're excited about that one. Uh, yeah, I mean USC, Utah. Like it's just it starts to finish. It's really good football. Washington State, Oregon State's a good game. Um, most imp- like the one I'm most excited about, though, without a doubt, is is the Penn State Michigan game. I think.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm interested to see what we'll, we'll obviously preview that game. I'm, I'm interested to see. It's, uh, I, I feel like Michigan has basically played nobody. Yeah. And Penn State, I mean, if you consider Auburn, nobody,
0: <laughs> which most people would, and with probably with very good reason at this yeah. point.
1: So it'd be, I, I'm very interested to see what happens in that game. But, uh, yeah. should we just jump into the slate or do you have Let's something you it, want to man. talk about it? All right. Why don't we start with, uh, one that I don't think is, necessarily thought to be a close game uh the aforementioned auburn 12 p.m on espn Mm -hmm. auburn at number nine ole miss ole miss 14 and a half point favorite total 54 and a half uh something i didn't really realize ole miss hasn't won this game since 2015
0: yeah i told you that in the offseason that they had not they had not been able to win this game in a very long time
1: they haven't won Um, at home in 10 years
0: that's, see, that's crazy to me. Also, you brought up this point earlier. I think it's a really good point. Now, we're, we're halfway through the season, right, Tyler? We are. Ole Miss has the 111th ranked strength of schedule up until this point. It is the lowest in the SEC by far. I, I mean, like, there's no one remotely close to it. Georgia's next at 71, which is incredible. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's uh, like – i mean they're not tested they're not tested but the other part is too auburn going on the road is not a friendly place for how they've been uh how they've played over the last i mean honestly last long while
1: well it takes me back to last year ole miss was number 10 at that point when they mm-hmm. played last season and auburn was actually ranked i think they were like 18 when they played yeah uh auburn 13120 auburn fans very excited went on six lose two, five straight. were weren't they yeah, they went on to lose five straight after that. <laughs> Tough to do. Uh, including blowing a 28-3 lead, I think, at one point in the
0: game. Yeah, against Mississippi State at home. Bo Nix got hurt in that game, but still. Uh, Bo Nix, as we know now, is the Heisman frontrunner. So
1: so maybe if you're Ole Miss, you're an Ole Miss fan, you're thinking, wow, 14 and a half points. I mean, this is incredible. I can't remember the last time we were favored by this much. Mm-hmm. So got to be feeling good. Yeah. Uh, They last time they were favored by this much, they were favored by 14 points in 2001. They lost straight up 27 21 to Auburn. This is to Auburn, yeah, yeah. So I think when you're breaking down this game stylistically, both teams are going to run their offenses the same way, right? They want to run the ball. Uh, Auburn has, according to PFF, the worst passing game in the PF in the uh, power five, second worst in the FBS. What's all? What does all that entail? Uh, just PFF's ranking of passing offenses. Okay,
0: I mean, like, <laughs> like, because, so, like, like, I don't think Robbie Ashford's. Like, I think <clears throat> we had him. I, I I love what I do for a living, and I love that sts has given me the option and the the opportunity to do it. I'm, but I'm just gonna say this: our rankings this week have been dog shit. The 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 power rankings the College, the coaches' rankings, the quarterback rankings that are that have Robbie Ashford as the worst quarterback in the SEC. I don't know if we're just not watching games, um, but yeah, that's, I think that's bad. Um, the like Auburn's th- passing game is really bad, but what's what's sad. And I was actually on the Auburn podcast last night, the War Report about this was they don't have another thing like they, like they can't run the football because that offensive line is so bad. That's partially what I was asking. It was like, you know, what, what, what does that entail? Is like, does that include pass protection? Does that include sacks allowed? Does that include dropbacks? Like what? Because it's like, you know, and knowing PFF, they probably have a fucking stat for every single one of those, including a time slot and day of game. But like, yeah, I, it's it's just a, they, they don't, like the stat I still can't get over for like, maybe the worst stat of the year that I, maybe the worst that I've ever heard. Tank Bigsby having... Sixty-five yards after contact and forty-four yards total in a game is so fucking bad.
1: It's just so bad. Um, obviously Auburn three and three, not Mm -hmm. exactly the season they thought they were going to have. Um, they did play both LSU and Missouri close. Mm -hmm. uh, The Georgia game not so much. Ole Miss obviously six and zero. Their schedule has been a complete joke outside of a a Kentucky team that you and I both have said we really don't Mm -hmm. think is that good. They're not. Um, And they almost lost that game. So, for Ole Miss, it's all about – I mean, Jackson Dart is continuing to get better, but it is all about the one-two punch of Quinchon Judkins and Zach Evans at running back. Yeah. Judkins is a a true freshman, and he's been better than Zach Evans this year. Um, Yeah. They've got a very good front uh, on, on the O line there and they are ninth in offensive success rate. So Ole Miss very good at running the ball. Um, they also have the sec's leading receiver right now. And Which, it's mainly because of his huge yeah. week last weekend's Vandy right. school record, 247 yards. That's senior wide receiver, Jonathan Mingo. So maybe he's coming into his zone. He'll be a, a piece. I saw that Michael Trigg, their tight ends out for the year. So what? yeah, he got injured, I guess. Um, how do you see this game playing out?
0: So this is what's interesting to me is we brought this stat up on Sunday of last week, which, cause this is another stat. That's kind of crazy. Take your <laughs> Carter Nicholson. It <laughs> says, take your shirt off for the views. I was thinking about you the other day, Carter. Um, but no. So one of the things I think it's interesting here is that last week we saw Georgia put up 291 yards rushing 208 of that was before contact. So 71% of your rushing yards came before contact. And that's a ton of yards um so that part is kind of crazy now i think part of that's because you know the guys that that georgia has on their offensive line are really really good very big very physical and also very very highly rated and talented and all that you know all the above i don't think old miss's offensive line is like georgia's where they're gonna maul auburn in the same way but make the mistakes about it like th- that is where that is where the emphasis will be um just because of what we saw a week ago. The other thing that's kind of crazy about this is like, this is, and this is what's scary for the rest of the sec and maybe the country, the country at this point is, um, the passing game finally got going. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. we've been waiting all year for, you know, there's I've said a stat ad nauseum, but in the last 10 years as a head coach or a coordinator, his last 10 offenses, Lane Kiffin has had eight quarterbacks, at least eight quarterbacks, um, or I'm sorry, eight quarterbacks have at least had 30,000 yards passing or 30 touchdowns. And that's a really, really difficult thing to do. Um, and we haven't really seen that kind of efficiency from Jackson Dart this year, but I think we will this weekend. And, and the best, one of the best bets I will tell you right now, right off the bat, we're going to give you one is Ole Miss second half minus six and a half. and a half. We've told you how bad Auburn is in the second half, especially in the fourth quarter Ole Miss, who hasn't been a great second half team until really a week ago, will pull away from this one. And they will win. Um, they will win uh, handily, I think, against against Auburn. And then Harson will get fired in the bye week.
1: Yeah, I Auburn gave up almost eight yards of rush against UGA last week. Um, maybe not to that extent, but I expect a similar success for Ole yeah. Miss. Um, on the other side of the ball, Ole Miss can actually stop the run. They're only allowing three point one one yards a rush on the year. It's good for twenty first in the country. Um, I, if anything, I, I mean, I think I like. You know, potentially, I don't know. Maybe the under, just given that both teams are going to try to run the ball. Maybe the clock runs a lot here, but I'll take uh, Mississippi or Ole Miss thirty-five seventeen over Auburn. And I agree, Harson fired. Yeah, he's on Sunday. So I'll take the cover for Ole Miss and the under. Okay. All right. Let's do. Um, you want to do the Penn State game? Sure. All right, same time on Fox, 12 p.m., number 10, Penn State, at number 5, Michigan. Michigan, a 7-point favorite, total 52. This game, for the first time since 1997, that both have been in the top 10 at the time of the game. So, it does have a lot going on. I saw Harbaugh was talking about how, uh, what was it, during like the, the baseball playoffs the other night. Cause it's on Fox. Like every other commercial was about Penn state, Michigan, a lot of yeah. hype around this game for sure. Um, Penn state coming off a buy. It's good for them. They probably needed a buy because they did not look great. The last time they were out, they barely beat a horrible Northwestern team, 17 to seven. They barely beat. Well, they didn't barely beat Ohio for that, but they struggled against Ohio in the second half of that game. Yeah. They turned it over five times last week against, oh. against Northwestern uh, for Penn state defense has definitely been the calling card all year um they have had a few games where they've scored points especially against auburn um they top 10 in takeaways so they yeah. they did take away the ball a bunch or they gave away the ball last week but they do take away a lot they're ninth in the country in scoring defense they're giving up only you know less than 10 points a game um oh my god philly's i'm sorry 14 points a game ninth in the country this is penn state they're, um, they're 13th. they're fifth in the country in run defense. They're only giving up 82 yards a game. Listen to this disgusting stat for Northwestern. Where are you, getting, where
0: are you getting these stats?
1: Oh, okay. I got that one. Northwestern 31 rushing yards on 28 carries.
0: Oh, <laughs> 31 to twelve. <laughs> <Ugh. laughs> uh,
1: Penn State's held four or five opponents to under a hundred rushing yards. Um, so that's going to be needed because, uh, michigan's got a really good running back blake quorum mm-hmm. 125 yards last week um that brings him to 735 yards for the year 11 touchdowns um i think the x factor in this game is jj mccarthy who yeah. leads the country completion percentage 78.3 percent stupid yeah um now he's not like his numbers aren't great so he's not like throwing a deep but still to be completing 80 percent of your passes is pretty dumb
0: wait wait 70 what
1: 78.3 oh
0: shit i think you said 73.8 that is wow yeah, that's really good.
1: <laughs> uh, <laughs> he's uh, fifth in pass efficiency, um, mm-hmm. so, and he's only got one pick. So he's the X factor because Penn State, they're one weakness. They're 100th in the nation versus the pass. Right. So um, I'll go first here. The fuck you I like... will.
0: Let me tell you something right now. I'm kidding. Go ahead. Okay.
1: I like the under in this game to start. Um, the oh. total is in six of the last seven is under for Penn State when they're a road underdog. So mm-hmm. I think there's more of a classic matchup here. Um, at home, Michigan, in Ann Arbor, 11-0 straight up, 8-3 uh, against the spread in their last 11 games. They're also 9-3 and three against the spread in their last 12 Big Ten contests, 6-2 and two against the spread in their last eight versus Penn State. I think Michigan's a better team than Penn State. Yeah. Um, I picked them to be a playoff team this year. So if they're going to be, they're going to need to win this game and win it big. I'll take them 30-20. to 20.
0: I know that I've been harping on this for several teams this year, and I don't think I'm going to apologize for it. Um, even though I was wrong about the one about Georgia last week, but is Michigan going to play on the fucking road? I know they played Indiana on the road last week, but it's fucking Indiana. Like I, I just, I just, anyway, I don't, I don't get it. Now this is a lot of people, this is an old Miss hat been, um, a lot of people will call this a helmet game. I'm gonna give you a fun fact about about Uncle Chris. Do you want to hear a crazy thing about my childhood? That sounds weird because it's always that's never a good thing, usually. If it's about um, Penn
1: State, it's even worse. Which very, very good point. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um so I had my mom, I had bunk beds. I had when a I was friend little. named Jerry. <laughs> that's so much. Okay. Um, I had bunk beds when I was little, and then I I like put them in like I I put them separately when my childhood died and i was like i don't want to do this anymore i'm too old for this so i had separate beds obviously i don't know what i'm trying to say but basically what i'm trying to say is i had i had college football themed bed sheets for two teams do you know what they were bama and penn state penn state and notre dame <laughs> oh i because I, I think the notre, i think the bama ones look like shit there's like i don't want to like crimson i don't know anyway <laughs> I just thought so kind of so
1: uh stylish back in the day couldn't have the crimson so huh? stylish
0: that's right I mean like you know if you if there's anything you know about me it's, you know I love to sleep in style
1: it's Feng um, Shui so yeah
0: I've had I've had silk pajamas since I was four, um, anyway so I think this game is like it's like an all-time helmet game right it's a really cool like I I, I love the fact they're playing it in Ann Arbor because you know. You have like the home Michigan jersey. I love the Penn State white like on the road as well. Um, I I don't think that Penn State's built the way that that Michigan is built, and I also really don't think that James Franklin is anywhere close as a, as good of a coach as Jim Harbaugh. Which sounds weird because I know like you know this I don't feel like that's recency bias. I feel like that's just in general. Harbaugh, let's not forget we did Sanford. Let's not forget about him going to a Super Bowl and, and he you know he went to the playoff last year. I understand he's underperformed at Michigan. but James Franklin in big moments has shown time and time again he's not capable of making the right decisions. Um, I would take Michigan. I wouldn't bet on this game necessarily, but I would take Michigan to win. Um, I think that win straight up. It's gonna be a lot of fun, man. And you know you know what's also kind of crazy is that like these noon games, these noon games have been like pretty good with the ratings.
1: Yeah, I I've grown to like new, like having a good noon slate. I'm just going to mm-hmm. admit it here. Um, so you got Michigan to cover, but you wouldn't actually take the bet. I don't
0: have Michigan to cover. I have Michigan to win. Okay. I'm not I'm not touching that part either way. You know what I've learned this year, Tyler? This is like I'm really proud of myself for this. If you don't know or you don't have a feel for one of the games, there's no reason to bet on it. If you look at like the S T S post this every week, and it's like, hey, here's our are fuck no it's not, it's not okay it's an out all right we're both we're, we're <laughs> watching the bridge right now um no so if you don't have a feel for a game like like we have we post these like stupid picks every week at SES that i hate fucking doing this and i used to hate do, me and mike bratton used to have to do this all the time where they'd be like all right pick every game against the spread and it's like i don't want to fucking do that because i don't give a shit about like you know this game versus this you know like, i would not be betting most likely on like the line for for this game or for old Miss Alburn even. Um so like the records there versus like what we've been able to do, like our picks, you need to start giving out your best too because you've had a really good last couple of weeks. I do. Selfish son that. of a bitch.
1: <laughs> um <laughs> all right. Uh let's do Saturday, three thirty. God no. Oh, that has gone. Nope. Nope. It's caught. We're good. <laughs> all right. This is gonna be we gotta stop doing that. I know. Both of us. All right, Saturday, 3.30 ESPN. Kind of a weird but cool game. Arkansas at BYU. Now, earlier in the season, this game seemed like it would be a lot cooler because they were both ranked. Yeah, 3.30. Um, BYU... Are neither one of them ranked anymore? No. <clears throat> what happened to BYU? BYU lost last week to Notre Dame. Oh. Funny. Matthew Morris said, "Hug over the Braves game. Makes him look like he's being held against his will. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm sure my... My face dropped when uh, Castellanos just hit that. Um, BYU plus one and a half. Hold so on. It would awesome dog.
0: if Castellanos hit that when you were going into your Jerry Sandusky and it's comments. A deep
1: drive. <laughs> and it's a deep drive to left. Uh, total 66 in this game. This is the first ever matchup between these two schools. Um, like I said, BYU last week lost to Notre Dame, 28-20 yeah. in the Las Vegas game. In the game, they just managed just 280 yards of offense. That's tough um, to do.
0: But Notre Dame was coming off a of bye, and also their head coach is Catholic now. So, fun that's fact. That's good. Yeah, uh,
1: BYU, 4-6 and all-time versus the SEC. Um, Arkansas also struggling coming into this game. Coming yeah. off a blowout loss to, to Mississippi State, 40-17. They were without KJ Jefferson, which – I'm sorry, RJ Jefferson, which they should have him <laughs> for this game uh arkansas hasn't lost a non-conference game under sam Pittman yet seven and no. so that's something yeah. to watch here um how do you see this game playing out
0: so i've decided that instead of bragging about our picks and the predictions anymore i'm just gonna just wear it like just very confidently and like you know because it should be a surprise at this point tyler that's why you guys watch the show Because of our incredible picks, like, I don't know, a couple weeks ago when we were talking about how Arkansas was going to fall off and even after they had a 3-0 start, um, that's why you come join us for that and for Tyler's reactions to Braves games. Um, It is, I think this is a huge game. In the same way you were talking kind of about the LSU-Florida game, I think this is a massive game for both these teams. Um, BYU has not, I don't know why I said it like that, but BYU has not looked great over the past couple weeks. Like that thirty-eight to twenty-six law or win to against Utah State is almost more concerning than the loss to to Notre Dame. The the game against Notre Dame was in Vegas. Um, in no, like respect they were out partying. Yeah. <laughs> Just, so everything I heard from my, our BYU uh, <laughs> sources said that um, that that BYU was they, all the players were soaking the night before. Every single one of those points. Our
1: Cougs on the ground in Vegas. We'll yeah. Let's
0: know about that. Cougs on the ground is pretty good. Um, unless it's – well, okay. Anyway, but so they – they um the Utah State game, Utah State is really bad. And I know that they played Alabama, uh, and I thought that was a good matchup early on, how they would cover the spread. But Utah State's really, really bad. So um, I'm going to take – You know what? I'm going to take... Well, KJ Jefferson's back. It's a must-win game for Arkansas. I'm going to take Arkansas. Okay. You a hog man or a
1: coog man, huh? You a fruit man or a root man? Um, here's the thing about this game. At, uh, Arkansas averaging 234 yards per game on the ground. That's 11th in the country. Love that. That They like that, considering BYU's rush defense ranks 80th in the country in yards Love per that. rush allowed. Um. But the Razorbacks, 127 out of 131 FBS teams in pass defense. 100 what? 127 out of 131. Um, BYU's offense, 17th in efficiency. I think KJ Jefferson being back, it's gonna be it's gonna be a good ground game for them. Rocket Sanders is gonna have a big day. Mm-hmm. But Provo's a sneaky tough place to play. Yeah, um, it's also beautiful. Baylor lost there this year. Utah mm-hmm. lost there last year, and USC lost there in 2019. Um, Didn't USC lose everybody in 2019? Probably. Yeah. But before last week, um, which was a bad game for BYU in general, Jaron Hall, the quarterback for BYU, was completing 70% of his passes. Um, I think it's a high-scoring game. I'm going to take BYU outright, but somehow – no, I, I'm sorry. They're, BYU's the underdog, but BYU wins by a point. 31-30. Okay. That's fair. All right, we'll skip the other three thirty game for now. Well, yeah, we one will. of them, yeah. But there is another one that I think is going to be a great game as well, and that's in the Big Twelve.
0: You hold on, I just forgot. You we have Mississippi State on this list, right?
1: Kentucky. Yeah.
0: Yeah. All right, just making sure. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. That's why I trust oh, yeah. you. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um. I think this would be a good game. Did you watch any of that? Probably not because you were on the road to Athens, but did you watch any of that Kansas TCU game last week? No, I
0: did not. I could see a second of it, which sucked. Um, I know that Jalen Daniels was out, and so I saw the replay. or Not replay, I saw some of the highlights of it, but I also know that he was kind of predicted. Would you fucking look at... you? Just move the screen, move the camera to in front of the TV like an adult. Okay. Um. Anyway, so... I, like I'm looking over here. Are, are we actually are we both looking? We're both looking in the same direction. We're just staring off into this this side. Yeah, um, anyway. True. So I um I saw that Jalen Daniels was hurt, and then I heard that Jalen Daniels was out for the year, which was a I don't know, just one of the many fucking ridiculous Twitter rumors that's horseshit that happened this week, like the Lee Corsa thing, which we'll get into as well. Um, but yeah, I, like I didn't if I don't he's not playing, obviously, because he's a separated shoulder, right?
1: Yeah, but he he came out and was like, it's news to me that I'm out for the year. Right. So, but he's out for this game. 330 on ABC, number eight. Well, he's not playing this game because this is Kansas is not involved. Um, 330 PM on ABC, number eight, Oklahoma State at number 13 TCU. TCU a three and a half point favorite total sixty nine.
0: Shut up. I love it.
1: Game open TCU minus two. So obviously a lot of money has come in on TCU. Mm -hmm. Um I've kind of been operating under the thought that Oklahoma State's kind of a fraud. You think so? Um. So Spencer Sanders, who I can't believe he's still the QB there. Yeah. He is having his probably probably his best year yet. Um, he's top 20 in QBR. 12 touchdowns total, six passing, six throw uh, rushing. Um, but their D coordinator leaving, Jim Knowles went to Ohio State. Did you say
0: he has 12 touchdowns total, six passing, six throwing?
1: i almost did but then i said rushing okay okay um they've given up 984 yards in their past two games on defense that's tough to do they were down uh eight to texas tech last week before coming back and winning i think they were also down in their game before that as well and had to come back and win yeah i love tcu um they're third in country too. in scoring um they, Max Duggan, again, another quarterback who feels like he's been there. He's had 14 total touchdowns in his last four games alone. That's stupid. Um, outside of last week, which was, they got ripped up through the air last week. They've been, the, their defense has been very good. They've only allowed 13 total first quarter points through the yeah, first five love games. love that.
0: Love that. You know I love that.
1: Yep. Um, I love their their wide receiver, Quentin Johnson. I think he's going to be a first round pick. Okay. At home, I like the horned, horned, horny dogs, uh, horned frogs. <laughs> what the fuck max duncan <laughs> max Duggan to quinton johnson uh all all over oklahoma state tcu wins and covers 38 30 so horny they get the 68 horny dogs. horny dogs
0: um okay so i will say this spencer sanders won just quick correction um spencer sanders has 12 Passing touchdowns and six rushing touchdowns. Okay, okay. So he has eighteen. He's eighteen and two total versus his
1: uh
0: <clears throat> versus his um what do you call it? Uh, his interception ratio. So, um, <laughs> James Spivey says I'm late. Uh, what's what did I miss? Also, shout out to Carter Nicholson real quick. He said winning and boozing topless, please. And okay. Eric Whitworth, who I think you call Diddy, um. Yep welcome all of you welcome in so i I like tcu in this game i think so i put oklahoma state in my top 10 at like number seven and i remember saying this to you i was like i don't know shit about oklahoma state i'm just throwing them up there because like there are some people that think that with watching this how um with with watching this entire uh season play out so far like that like the halfway point that think that the big 12 might be the best conference top to bottom which in my opinion is dumb um (laughs)
1: but <laughs> well i mean you got oklahoma oklahoma sucks i'm <laughs> just kidding gah the by the way weirdest line of the week than the football team this year which i don't say that a lot weirdest line of the week i would stay far away from it is oklahoma minus seven and a half against kansas
0: yeah yeah it's it's up to nine
1: i i um, guess uh, from from what i i mean jalen daniels is obviously out and uh i think dylan gabriel's back but still Ben
0: Diesel. Yeah, he's he's pretty good. Um, No, So I I think that TCU wins this game. Max Duggan reminds me of, not only because he has red hair, but I just feel like he's a first baseman for the fucking uh, Dodgers or DH at this point. I'm sure I'm just mixing it up with Max Muncy. But at the same time, (laughs) they're not the same person I've learned. Max Duggan, Spencer Sanders. It's going to be, this is like a good game, especially with quarterback play. Spencer Sanders has been really, really good this year. Um, I think on the road, like we, we talked about this early in the year because Oklahoma State, for whatever reason, took their fucking, uh, their bye like super early. And now you got to come off the road after a, like, a not off the road. They were at Oklahoma State last week, but like after a very much like a, a very big, like emotional win. Now you got to get right against TCU. TCU, who like we kind of thought might be in that boat, um, and and was not able to, uh, or actually, you know, going to Kansas. Not really in that boat because Kansas ended up having, you know, Jalen Daniels out and it wasn't as much of a difficult game as you kind of thought it would be. I like TCU. I'm not betting it's out to four. I'm looking at, I wouldn't bet that. Um, I don't have, cause I don't have a feel for it, but uh, I think TCU wins that game. TCU might be one of the best teams in, in the country. And that, I don't know which, like how that, that plays out with the big 12. Um, but it'd be awesome to see them in Texas in the, uh, I mean, they're going to play each other anyway, but. To see to see the uh, that play out, I guess. like what do you call it? The Big Twelve Championship game. I will say this real quick too. With the Big Twelve, the Big Twelve is a lot of fun towards the latter half of the year because you get ranked ranked matchups like a ton. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, your boys got the TCU season win total of six under, so that could hit this week. You did I, I could lose it. <laughs> Shit! Why'd you bet that? <laughs> oh, I read it in a book. You know, it was like one of those where it was plus money to go under. And they're like, we, you know, the article I was reading was like, we could see this potentially happening. Well, if they win this week, they've already hit their season win total as fast as you possibly could. So, yeah.
0: Do we have any good. other big 12 games that we need to talk about this, this
1: episode? No.
0: Okay. Well, let's just, let's just take a few um, callers here from the uh, comment section. Eric Whitworth Diddy says, Texas is a power school, baby. Anybody with a win over Texas has a serious notch in their belt, which I know feels like doing. a troll. Yeah, it feels like a troll, and it is. Um, you know, like I, like I said, they're no Missouri, but it, it's a good win. It's a good win for sure.
1: Yeah. Um, before we get into the rest of the slate, um, do let's it. Take a quick timeout. Talk about some of these spicy plays we've been talking about on yeah. the betting board. Not just on the betting board, Chris, but by Texas Pete. Texas Pete has the spice and flavor. It's kicking this football season up a notch. If you, if you haven't tried the original hot sauce or their new traditional barbecue sauce, run. Don't walk.
0: And grab it's yourself a bottle late. today.
1: Do like uh loyal listener Eddie Booza and just order a bunch of Texas Pete. Visit TexasPete.com. There's recipes, there's apparel. Just by listening to this show, not only were you giving are we giving you great bets. Yeah. We're giving you this promo code. Uncensored, you're going to take 20% off your entire order at texaspeat.com. Promo code uncensored. Win big with Texas Pete when you sauce like you mean it, Chris. I will be lathering up with Texas Pete hot sauce this weekend as I watch some of these hot, hot, hot games. Oh, I like that. I also shout out to Texas Pete because I've
0: loved Texas Pete since I was in high school. I told you guys I used to rub it all over my naked body. Um, I'm kidding, I did not say that, but don't do I that. will tell you, don't do that. I've always, no, it'll burn for sure. Um, but I will tell you, I've always loved Texas Pete. And one of the things that we we came across last week, we, we gave you two taglines last year. And like, this makes me happy, but also disappointed in Texas Pete. And happy because they used one of them, which was go, Pete, or go home. <laughs> that wasn't even
1: the good one. We said this last year on the pod. Do you remember this? I don't, I remember down south, down set sauce like you mean it. Okay, that wasn't ours. Mine was, <laughs> "Go
0: Pete or go home," and they're uh-huh. using it on a national commercial right now. The other one, which is the one they should be using, it's just, "If you can't stand the Pete, get out of the kitchen." Love that. I I think out of all of them, that's my. It's still my second favorite, but I know they can't put all Pete Pete motherfucker on an actual, <laughs> uh, like national, uh, commercial. But I mean, it's still you know.
1: Oh, so. he he Pete Pete. <laughs> uh My dude. name is Pete. <laughs> that doesn't rhyme. um hey and if you're out there on on social media on twitter hashtag on a peter not only because chris himself is actually on a peter but because this is hey we're out here trying to save texas pete they're being sued by a man who feels lied to because they are actually from north carolina and not texas let me tell you something sir
0: yeah you're probably frank we are sitting on a damn peter over here that man is absolutely not on a Peter. And I'll tell you what, if you want to come on the podcast, you know, somebody brought this up in our comment section a while ago. And it was like, you know, it's actually made in North Carolina. I think it might've been my, my boy, Robert, Robert, Robert St. Jean, But like, yeah. And then come to find out it's, Oh, I like that. Jimmy Vance. Love it, Jimmy. Why does that guy, is that Ryan day?
1: <laughs> Ryan day in the chat. Holy shit. Ryan <laughs> he, day. he likes the knolls. <laughs> this weekend
0: also just as much as i want to fucking hate ben diesel for his <laughs> Garrett, comments in the facebook group every week
1: Garrett brock oh someone's shitting on a peter yep it, it's happening
0: can't say that he said shitting not sitting idiot um you ben say diesel shouldn't. saying can i sue kansas city for being in missouri is that an all-time line it is it is. It's All crazy. right, we are sitting on a peter, though, and I, we're still going to do your best bets. Now, also, while we're on this timeout, it is halftime, if you will, of the podcast. While we're on this timeout, I want to say one other thing, too, which is I'm going to give you – like, we're going to give you our picks for this, like, this upcoming series. But what we're also going to do is I'll give you the best bets. The video will be up most likely on Thursday or Friday, most likely Friday of – um of this week and it'll give you all of the best bets to play if you're gambling this weekend as well so make sure you're not missing out on any of the content we have coming up on the youtube channel as well
1: love it uh let's go to some of the night games here let's start with the game in the swamp 7 p.m espn we talked about it lsu at florida florida two and a half point favorite total 51 and a half um I didn't realize how tight this series has been historically. Yeah. Toyota 33, 32 and three in the all time series. So if LSU can win this, they even it up. Uh, LSU has won the last three matchups between the two teams. Um, Neither teams ranked in this, in this game, but it's a huge matchup, man. I mean, you talk about two teams who have first year coaches, um, both of them are trying to get into the recruiting game in a big way and trying to compete mm-hmm. with the Bamas and the Georges of the world. And let me tell you something if you're going six and six and five and seven, you ain't going to get there. So, no. both these teams need this win. Um, LSU coming off just complete ass whooping at home last week against Tennessee yeah. were never in the game because they opened up the game with a, a fumble on a kickoff. Yeah. Florida, four and two as well they're coming off kind of a sleepy noon game against missouri where their offense was just garbage um but they they, they won the game so you got to give them credit yeah um so lsu there, there's some problems here i don't know maybe maybe we should have had muscona on or we should have asked them but they're down two starting o-linemen from last week campbell and dellinger um yeah. i don't know if campbell is back i know he's in the hospital but it didn't look like he was getting surgery Um, but they, LSU's O-line has not been good this year and this will be their sixth different O-line combination already this year. Yeah. So they're trying to figure it out. Um, Jaden Daniels, I know he's been frustrating for a lot of LSU fans. He's probably the best player on offense thus far though. I mean, Mm -hmm. their offense has been when he scrambles around when he can't find somebody open, which seems to be all the time. Agreed. Um, how do you see this game playing out? I
0: don't know. I, so the only thing I can think of whenever we bring up Florida is the people that just insist on still calling him coach Billy. And it just weirds me out so fucking much. Coach Billy. Um, I, how did this game play out? So LSU on the road, you know, we saw him look really bad early on um, against, what do you call it? Against, uh, against Auburn, but we saw him come back in that game as well. Being able to win with only five yards passing in the second half doesn't seem that far from the same type of performance we saw a week ago with Florida, who was only able to put up 60 yards in the first half, like you said, um, it had 60 yards passing total. I think that LA, like Florida should win this game at home. Another team who refuses to go play on the road. I don't understand how this is happening for so many teams in this country. Um, I mean, we talk about Biden's border policies, but I mean, look at look at Florida. I mean, they won't even get out of their own state. You know what I mean? Um, right. <laughs> so I think that I think that. Florida is bad enough at times, especially with that quarterback with Anthony Richardson. Um, I think that LSU is too good at, at, uh, at forcing turnovers for them to lose this game. And like, maybe I'm wrong about that. And, you know, I think the Florida defense has really stepped up at times this year. They've, they've also done a good job at capitalizing off of turnovers, but I just think that like, especially with what I saw at LSU on the road against Auburn, I understand that's Auburn, and it's not Florida, and Florida is a lot better than them. But it's cause for concern for me that if you looked like that a week ago at home against Mizzou, um, I know it's at night. I know it's a huge rivalry game, all that kind of stuff. I just think that LSU wins. I don't know why. Um, Maybe And I'm probably wrong, but I I think LSU wins this game. I think it's close. I think it's very, very close. What's the line in this
1: this game? Two and a half. Florida, two and a half.
0: Yeah, so... Yet another game I wouldn't bet on because I hate the two and a half. Um, but I would take LSU to win just because I think that they're better. They're a little bit more grown up uh, than I think this Florida team is at uh, this far through the season. The Tennessee thing is a common opponent, right? And Tennessee destroyed LSU and then kind of barely got by Florida uh, in their one road game of the year so far. But I, I don't think that's what happens this, this week.
1: Yeah. Uh, <sighs> So I wouldn't bet this game either because yeah. what, what Anthony Richardson are you going to get? That That's the thing right. about betting on Florida is he's coming off two f- back-to-back 400 yard throwing performances. One was against, you know, whoever they played like Eastern Washington or whatever, yeah. but then the other one was against Tennessee. And then he comes into that game and he throws for 66 total yards against Missouri. Right. He was awful against Kentucky, good against Utah. It, I think every Florida game is going to be dependent on what he does. And you just can't know what to expect. I know that UF can run the ball, even if he can't throw it. Um, Montrell Johnston, who I believe was Napier's running back at Louisiana Lafayette, Mm -hmm. is averaging eight yards per carry, only behind uh, Jameer Gibbs in the Power Five. Yeah. Um, I know he's good. I also know Florida can't stop the run. And their defense is the worst in the SEC in third down stops. So, you know, third and Grantham still kind of uh, haunting them. Um, I just, LSU kind of, I kind of am on the other side of it. Like I I think Florida maybe has more maturity than LSU. Okay. Um, So Florida as a team is averaging 6.2 yards per carry, which is fourth in the nation. It's the best in their program's history. So I think they can establish the ground game against LSU, keep LSU's offense off the field. Um Maybe help their defense a little bit in that regard. I think Florida wins at twenty
0: eight twenty-four. Okay. That's fair. Um yeah, I don't like again, I don't I don't disagree with that. I think it's gonna be a great game. It I might be as I, good as the other other game coming at seven thirty that
1: night, too. You're you're speaking of uh number sixteen Mississippi State at number twenty two Kentucky. Not. Uh you're speaking of USC Utah. I'm not. You're speaking of Florida State Clemson. I am I didn't have that one on my sheet. I wasn't sure we would go over that one. Let's talk about it. It's your team, dude. We got. I mean, this is why we have the show. That's true. People
0: always tell me, Um, you know, after every every episode, like you talk about Bama too much. Like, well, guess what?
1: Guess what, motherfucker? It's my show.
0: That was my Tiger King impression.
1: (laughs) That was kind of good. Yeah. Um, No, we don't have to. We don't have to dive into it too deep. I think Florida, Florida State. They I'm noticing a trend with them now. Um, they're not a very deep team. I think they're starting yeah. like their starting squad, they started with LSU is good. Right. But a lot of those guys have dropped down, specifically probably our best player on defense, Fabian it. hasn't played since the LSU game. And it's been a trend now, not just even in the LSU game, but in the Louisville game, um, and then in the Wake Forest game, and then this NC State game is the team wears down throughout the game, and the back half of the games are are pretty scary. Yeah. I think if you're going to bet Florida State, it's in the first half. Um, I don't think they have the horses to, to roll with Clemson for four quarters. And the the I've noticed, too, as the O-line has kind of been decimated by injury as well, that their offense has started to cool off a bit from the hot start they had. Could coincide with playing better teams as well. But um, I don't know, man. Clemson looks a lot better than they did last year. I think DJ has kind of figured it out a little bit. Um, they don't have weapons at receiver that scare me. I think their defense is number two in the country in stopping the run, which is Florida State wants to run the ball. Like that's kind of their mo. Their best tailback went out for at least the next couple games in the game Dolls? last week. So yeah. That's, uh... So um, no, it's not. It's not nice. Um, I'd like to think that we can win this one, and I, I wouldn't be shocked if we did. But I, I'll take Clemson to win, and I'll I'll take them to win by probably seven to ten. Unfortunately.
0: Have you seen the line?
1: Yeah, it's three and a half. It's weird. It's, I, I don't get it. Was it was at seven and a half. I know. I, I don't. Something's not right there, and I could be missing something. I mean, but I just. Vegas I knows know. something. They always do.
0: And FSU, who has a quarterback with the greatest boy band name ever, <laughs> Jordan Travis, <laughs> yeah. is going to beat band. Clemson, yes. and they're going to do it in dramatic fashion. I can't wait. And then afterwards, guess what, Tyler? Guess what, motherfucker? I got you a present.
1: If we lose, I don't get it though.
0: No, you get it either way. Okay, I don't. yeah. It's fine.
1: All right, cool. Well, I can't wait to be surprised. When yeah. will I get it?
0: Well, um, I got you well. Technically, we might have two for you. They're both oh. the same present. They're okay. different. It's a hat. Okay, <laughs> a cool hat. I oh, got. I thought. I thought it was cool for you.
1: All right, um, thanks, man.
0: But also, uh, real quick shout out to um, another friend of the pod. I don't want to say sponsor, but it's a friend of the pod. State Traditions, where I got this amazing hat that I got an oil spill on somehow because I was eating a salad that somehow got on top of my head. I don't know how that's possible. I'm not a good eater. A very messy eater. Um, Y'all check them out on Twitter as well. But um, yeah, pretty cool stuff. We all have free hats
1: coming in. Love that. Sweet. I know. There you Thanks. go. Thanks. Um, All right, let's keep it with the night games here. Uh, Saturday, 7.30 on SEC Network. Number 16, Mississippi State. At number 22, Kentucky. Kentucky, a a six-and-a-half-point underdog at home. Total 46. It's going to be low-scoring, folks. Yeah. Um, Is it, though? Mississippi State, kind of on a roll right now. They've outscored their last three opponents 127-55. to Will Rogers, 72% of his passes completed. Through six games, Is he two, playing two thousand. Will Rogers? Yeah, not Will Rogers. That's
0: not what I meant. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. Well, I meant Will Loves.
1: It's The battle of the wills. Am I right? Who
0: Whoever has the iron will in this game, the power of will. Fuck. Yeah. Uh, somebody just heard of La- Will, will Rogers?
1: Twenty one hundred yards, twenty two mm-hmm. to three touchdown interception ratio through six games. Stupid. Um. All right for for me, I, I think where I like Mississippi state in this game is Mississippi state is running the ball about as well as they're throwing the ball. Uh Um, they're 14th. Actually, when you look at advanced metrics, they're 14th in the country in rushing success rate and 15th in the country in passing success rate. So they're running the ball really well, which is, you know, I guess for a leech offense known for running, throwing the ball, that's pretty scary if you're an opposing defense. Um, I will Levis is back for this game, which is great for Kentucky. I think they need Chris Rodriguez to pick up the pace for the run mm-hmm. game. Um, they're averaging two point nine yards per carry for the year. That's um, so fucking and-
0: bad. And 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 by the way, just real quick, like they this since he's been in, like before he was in, that they they're they'd only rushed, they were out rushed in three of their four games. In the last two that he's played, which is against um South Carolina at home and then on the road at, at Ole Miss the week before. They've had a season high in, in rushing yards per game, but it's not the dramatic increase that you thought it would be. Where it was like, you know, like they were going to put up crazy numbers with with having the leading SEC, the sec's leading rusher returning rusher. Damn it, I am bad at saying things. <laughs> like that, you would you would think would uh, would have had the same impact. He's they had one hundred and eight against Ole Miss, who's a good rush defense for sure, but they only had one hundred and thirty one against South Carolina. So it's not like it's been this like dramatic improvement bringing him back.
1: I think if they can't get the the run game going in this game, um, I think Mississippi State may walk away with this game um, like pretty easily. Um, I think that Kentucky's got to keep the ball out of the hands of Will Rogers in that offense. Yeah. Um, I don't think they're going to be able to. Um, so please get out. Please. It's oh, not. Um, so I'm going to take Mississippi State, 31-23. I think they go over. And I think – they cover I agree
0: I love the over in this game I love the over in this game 46 so so a fun fact about Mississippi State if you look at what they've done the past couple of games Mississippi State has put up at least 40 points and also put up um excuse me they put up at least 40 points and won all three of their last games by three scores or more Kentucky who has not looked good um, you know, and, and the biggest thing Kentucky's been bad at is keeping their fucking quarterback upright. Like, yeah, you know, that i has been bad. The old, that's what I kept fucking saying in the off season, man. I kept saying, I was like, you know, I don't understand how you, you lose that many generational type players on your offensive line and at receiver, and then just pick up where you left off. And what's scary if you're Kentucky, Kentucky's ranked 129th in the country right now in, um, what do you call it in uh sacks allowed out of 131 teams? They they rank, oh, yeah,
1: here. What's that? What happened? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Something's crazy is going down. Oh, Jesus, Tinder Christ. hot vested. <laughs> I think we've been spammed here. Nobody <laughs> click on that. <laughs> but <if> you, dude, <laughs> let me know what it's like.
0: Um, that is Liz. She is she's uh she's been doing some stuff on the side. Um, she's I've, I've got her in OnlyFans. i've enrolled her in OnlyFans. um no i'm kidding so she's gonna hate that joke uh so anyway i i think that like with a zach arnett defense it's gonna blitz and blitz and blitz it's like that fucking old angry white guy from the, the white coach from um remember the titans i don't want them to gain another you know what would have been funny is if they the movie took a turn from remember the titans and then you showed them gaining another yard and him just like fucking losing his shit on yeah, like the one some, yard. Yeah. God dang it. Um, Cause you know, they did, they yeah. probably gave like another 170 yards. It was early in the game. Right. Anyway, it's tough um, to give up no yards. It is very tough to do that. Yeah. Anyway. I, so I, that's what, that's what my thought is on, on that game. I, I think, I think Mississippi state wins. The line scares me a little bit, but I think the line is being extremely disrespectful to Mississippi State, like most of us have been this year in terms of how good of a team they are. I think Mississippi State's a really good football team. I, I think the way they've been playing, and I understand their strength of schedule hasn't been great. They do have a loss at LSU, but I think Mississippi State's played like a top-ten team.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's hard to argue it at this point. Now they've I got some about. some pivotal pivotal games coming up. Um, but this is the first in the stretch of a couple that that'll really show what kind of team they are. So we both like Mississippi state in that game. One more night game before we go to the big game of the weekend, Saturday, 8. PM on Fox number seven, USC at number 20, Utah, Utah Remember Utah, two losses, USC undefeated Utah, the three and a half point favorite at home total 65. All right. Utah reigning PAC 12 champion. Mm Mm-hmm. They basically are out of the college football playoff at this point. They are, yeah. They've lost two games. They got beat by UCLA, who it's incredible. LA is having a great season this year. Both teams in LA. Um, USC, 15th in scoring offense. Um, they've covered the number in four of their last six. USC also leads the nation in sacks with 24. They also have the the player that's got the most, and I, I can't pronounce his name. It's like Tilo Tupiyama or something, some yeah, yeah. Uh, Samoan name. So,
0: can't say it like that.
1: What is he's? It's a Samoan name. Um, I don't think I don't like Utah. Like coming into the year, especially like going against Florida, I thought Utah's gonna be better on the line of scrimmage.
0: Yeah, I did too. Um,
1: they haven't been as great on the O line or the D line, and I don't. I didn't think they were impressed against Florida. I didn't think they were impressed against UCLA. Um, and. USC leads the nation in sacks. And so, I don't know, man. I mean, what what's your pick on this? Because I'm I'm kind of surprised that Utah is a three-and-a-half-point favorite in this game.
0: Yeah. So, I think that USC is is possibly the most overrated team um, in the country. Um, okay. I do believe that. I don't think that... How do I put this? Um... I think they're one of the most overrated teams in the country. I don't think that th- that they're necessarily an underdog at a team that just got beat coming off a of bye week, I think, right? Or did they – no, that team had – they beat Oregon State and then they played UCLA on the road. Um, Utah's been tough at home. We saw that last year against Oregon, um, who was the front runner for the, the Pac-12 a year ago, just like USC is right now. I, you know, I, I don't know if I would bet on this one um but it's odd it's odd to see a a team that is undefeated number seven in the country right and and going to play against a a number 20 team that's four and two and be the underdog right especially with a heisman the, the guy who currently has the second best odds in the heisman trophy race with with caleb williams if i had to pick on this which i guess we do since that's our job um I would probably take Utah, to be honest. I, I don't feel great in that, that assumption, but I did watch USC play against Oregon State on the road, um, and I saw what they looked like in a game where they had to force four interceptions to win by three or four points. Um, I, that did not impress me. And so I would take Utah to win at home in a, in a place where I think that, like, you know, listen, I'm not Mormon, but I do know a lot about serial killers in the 70s, and Utah's a tough place for anyone to get out alive. I was strong. It was a lot. I've been watching the Dahmer thing on Netflix. It's so fucking much. Have you watched it? Uh, all?
1: I haven't watched it yet. Tyler, um, he
0: was he was eating them people.
1: Yeah, seems not like in the, the fun way. Um, oof, got the call there. Um, all right, so something to watch here: Jordan Addison, Blitnickoff Award winner. Mm-hmm. He left the game last week with a with an injury, so be interested to see what happens to him in this game. I think he's obviously a key player to have one thing I don't like on the USC side and why I'm probably leaning Utah as well. USC, 0 and 10 straight up and one and nine against the spread. And it's last 10 is a road underdog Utah. Play that Again, Owen 10 straight up and one and nine against the spread against us. And it's last 10 as a road underdog. Utah has won nine straight at home and 17 straight as a home favorite. Give me Utah. Money line. Probably go money line. I don't know if I'd yeah. go three and a half. If it got down to three. I'd be I'd be comfortable taking the three.
0: Yeah. Okay. I like that.
1: USC takes its first loss of the year. I like that a lot. And now Saturday, 3 30, CBS Game of the Week. Number three, Alabama. At number six, Tennessee. Tennessee, a seven and a half point home underdog. Total 65. We all know the streak, Chris. 15 straight for Alabama over Tennessee. I, I'll i say a few things, and I'm going to let you do your thing. I'm not going right. to do one thing, I'm going to do. First off, you said you have some pretty good knowledge about the Bryce Young situation. I'm not mm-hmm. going to ask you to give up your sources. I'm not going to. I know who it is. Uh-huh. I'm not even asking ask you to give me an answer, but I think just by the way that you break this game down, I'll know if he's playing or not. I'm going to assume that he plays in this game. That's a good personally. assumption. Um, and you're going to need him. Jalen Milrow, three turnovers against Texas A&M last week, kept them in the game. Um, Tennessee 4-1 and against the spread with an average margin of victory of 29 points this year. They, they haven't had too many games where they've really had to battle yet. Um. Alabama, on the other hand, they've had a couple that they have had to battle. Uh, they they went against Texas. They were never up by more than 10 against AM last week. By the way, real quick on
0: that crazy stat, only the second time in the AP poll history, I think that you've had – well, probably not, but it's like the second time in the last 50 years or 60 years that you've had a number one ranked team beat uh, – multiple teams by only less than five points so like the one the one point win and the four point wins it's only like that's two games that so far they've had against unranked opponents as the number one ranked team um and they have won by five points or less the only other team that has done that in the last 60 years was 1963 texas who did it three times
1: that's interesting i like that stat. yeah um here's something that concerns me for bama the
0: road the road woes
1: Well, there's two things that concern me, but one I think is mitigated. So I'll I'll do that one first. Penalties for Bama had a bunch last week. Tennessee has been worse, so I think you're you're probably good there. Here's where I'm a little concerned, and where Tennessee could at least play this game close. Mm -hmm. Bama's turnover margin.
0: So, all the way back to 2015.
1: 2015, Mm -hmm. they were plus 10. 2016, plus 10. 17, plus 14. They were only
0: plus 10 in 2016. Yeah.
1: 2018, plus 6. 2019, plus 18. 2020, plus 10. 2021, plus 8. 2022, minus 5. And you know who doesn't (laughs) turn the ball over? Tennessee. Hendon Hooker hasn't thrown an INT yet. Third in QBR. I think Bama's got to lean on Jameer Gibbs in this game. Yep. 8.31 yards per carry leads the nation. They need to ride him, and they need to keep Tennessee off the field. If they can't do it for some reason, Tennessee's got a really good run defense. Their pass defense is horrible. 128 uh-huh. out of 131. They're down there with Arkansas, allowing That's 307 it. yards per game. So I'm con- if, if Jameer Gibbs gets going in this game against that, that run defense, I think Tennessee's in real trouble. Um, because I do. I mean, Bama's defense, I love a um, couple of things on, on Bama's defense. Uh, What are they? They're second nationally, allowing 3.77 yards per play. Yeah, they're a really love good. That. They're a really good unit. Tide is number two and third down defense. Mm-hmm. Only allowing in the country, 70. right? Six percent. Yep. What's up, Justin Colburn? They're Welcome only allowing in, 0.93 points per drive, which is second nationally. So here's the deal. I'm going to take Bama to win the game. Mm hmm. to I think Tennessee covers. I think Will Anderson makes enough plays. Hooker does throw his first pick of the year, maybe two. Bama sneaks out. Tennessee, just so much to spare. They're going to be so up for this game. Game day, is it there? Is it not? We know, but we don't know. know. It's there. What are you talking
0: about? There's all those rumors that came out. Yeah, and then somebody started a rumor about Lee Corso dying, which is so incredibly fucked. (laughs) I know. Because it's so believable, unfortunately. Why are you laughing like that, you weirdo? Jesus. I don't know.
1: Um, (laughs) I don't know. Vols own five against the spread against AP top five teams since 2020. Mm -hmm. I think they're going to be one in five now. Mm But to lose the game 33-28, I think Bama makes enough plays in the end to win it. Let's go tied. Let's hear it, Chris.
0: Now let me tell you something about this rivalry. Okay, <laughs> so excited.
1: You're so excited. I,
0: I hate Tennessee. I just, I'm I'm gonna break this down in like an objective way. But <laughs> yeah, he's been reading. That's that's my okay. that's my gig. <laughs> welcome, welcome to the damn pod, Diddy. Yeah, we do that. We read stats, and then the other one of us doesn't chuckle the entire time. So it's kind of our strength. Uh, anyway, so. I, um, I hate Tennessee. And listen, I'm like, I'm happy for some of their fans. Like probably, I don't know if I'll regret saying that this weekend. I'm just going to say this as honestly as possible. I grew up in a household. I remember one time, um, this isn't even like, I guess it was kind of foreshadowing for later, but I remember buying a Tennessee hat at the store. I was like, that's such a cool color. I don't know what I was thinking. My dad was like, take off that fucking hat before you get in my car. I was like eight, Tyler. I was like eight. He like, had to manually lock the doors on his fucking shit-ass Geo Prism to let me in. So I've never liked this team. I've grown up watching seven years in a row of losing to these people. 10 out of 12. 10 out of 12. That was my 1995. That was, those are my formative years. From nine to my freshman year of college, I watched this team. Or actually, sophomore year of college. I watched this team win. 10 out of 12 against Alabama. I watched Peyton Manning line up on the, do the Rocky top in, in the end zone. I watched Jamal Lewis and T Martin sing, we own Alabama to the tune of, of sweet home Alabama in our end zone. The the second to last time you had two top 10 teams. What a word play. I did it, right? But I will also tell you this. I've said all week, there's just something about this fan base and this, this, this team, and this football program that I truly believe is breakable. I think they're so mentally fragile because they've built up 15 years, 15 years of losing to Bama by an average of 26 points per game in those 15 years. Now, and a lot of people say, well, you know, those are bad teams. You know that it it was only five years ago that you had a top 10 matchup in this rivalry in Neyland Stadium. Six years. It's 2016. I watched a freshman quarterback then who started the year as a backup go into Neyland Stadium and beat them 49 to 10. Oof. If Bryce Young plays, Bama wins by over 10 points. That's that's how I feel about this game. The defense is good enough. If you like, I think Tennessee comes out and I think they score early and all that kind of stuff. I think that 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 the defensive coordinator uh who I'm drawing a blank on because all I can think of is Jeremy Pruitt. <laughs> Pete Golding and Will Anderson and the Cheetah Package and those, those fucking, those those edge rushers they put on the field at the same time to put up like 28 QB pressures and 52 dropbacks a week ago. Think about, think about that. Yeah. Hidden Hooker is great. He's a phenomenal player. You get Cedric Tillman back. I've loved what we've seen from Brew McCoy. They've been able to run the football. The defense is playing better every week. If Bryce Young plays, Alabama will beat these people in the second half. And you will watch them fucking collapse like our economy has this year. You will watch them collapse like they always fucking do. They will roll over and die like they always fucking do. If Bryce Young plays. If they don't, if he doesn't, then Alabama will lose by 10. That being said. 20-point swing. 20-point swing from a Heisman (laughs) Trophy winner. That being said. Alabama's going to win this game by 10 more points.
1: Ooh. Bryce Young going to
0: play. Alabama will pull away late, and you see a, a stadium full of red faced, orange clad, angry fucking drunks. And honestly, I just can't wait to see at the end of this game <laughs> who gets arrested more, the players or the fans for Tennessee. And we'll see how yeah. it plays out.
1: Is Tillman playing? Is Jalen McCullough in jail? We don't know.
0: <sighs> Roll fucking Todd. <tight. laughs> All right, so there well, you go. I do want to say it. one thing. Okay. I do want to say one thing to everybody real quick. And You know I love doing this to you at the end of, the, of every episode now and just delaying the end. Um, okay, this is the best weekend of football of the year. It's the best weekend of football of the year. So send us pictures at the tailgates. Send us pictures of you know what you're what you're prepping at the house, uh, your setup, whatever, man. Let's enjoy this weekend together. Bama could easily lose. Like Florida State, we could go 0-2 this weekend, Tyler. I don't know yeah. the last time it's happened, probably last year, because you guys were dog shit. And Bamba lost the game. So I will say it's the best weekend of the year. I hope everyone has a fucking great time watching the games. Best of luck to all your teams. But keep in mind, we only get this is what I always say about fall weddings If I don't go to them. We only get 13 to 15 of these if you're lucky. Okay. 13 to 15 of these Saturdays a year. Enjoy it. Enjoy the entire day. Don't get up off your fucking couch. That's what Uber Eats is for. Have a great time. And if you are in the city of Atlanta, um turn on the radio station from 8 to 9 and 9:30 9 to noon. And the only reason I say from those hours is because from 9 to 9:30, 9 turn on Fox 5. And I will be on the radio station for 4 hours um on on saturday morning at a a game day preview show and i will also be on your tv from 9 to 9 30 on our tv show so there you go
1: love that uh don't forget give us a call leave us a voicemail 424 430 0045 yeah give us a call give us a voicemail let us know how you're feeling i'm sad right now because ronald acuna is injured and i I don't know what's going on
0: somebody that has like a I don't know, a throwaway computer, click on this Tinder site and then call the, call the the hotline and tell us what's going on here and see how many, you know what, just, you know, see if you end up getting, uh, more viruses than Van Wilder did in his seven years of college.
1: (laughs) Oh man. Diddy, don't do it. Um, all right. For Chris, I'm Tyler. You guys enjoy the week, big week. We'll talk to you on Sunday night. Bye guys.